I found your husband today. Oh, did you? Yeah, your future husband. Remember? I sent you a photo. I don't remember this. Yeah. He was flying to like... Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. Paris or something. Sorry, yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. That's very kind of you. But I don't... He seems to post a lot in that like thing about his like traveling and just specifically what plane he and like this class he sits in. And I think you'd just be like, mm-hmm. I love it. I love that page. Okay, we're going to talk about it again. Okay. Are you actually a member of that page? Yeah. (laughs) That's why it came up. It's the business and first class tickets around the world or something. I'm like, I'm in there. I'm like, which, someone help a gal out. (laughs) Although I say that, if I had that kind of money, I think I'd rather spend it on other things. But yes, like it would be so nice to travel like that. But... I'm also like, it would, there's so many things I'd rather do. I'd rather buy like 10 plane t- tickets to 10 different countries than go one. Yeah, than go, then go once in like, yeah. The bougiest. Maybe once in a lifetime kind of thing. Once in a lifetime, I'd love to fly on a private jet. Yeah. They're obviously super bad for the environment. Ooh, Kim Air. But yeah, I'd love to go on Kim Air. Oh, I'd love to go with the dogs. Everything's cashmere on Kim Air. Yeah. Yeah, oh, with the dogs, it'd be so good. The Imagine dog you... jets. <gasps> You should do it. Pachi Poop! Pachi Poop on a jet? How was your week? It's almost Thursday. Yeah, The week's sure. almost over. The week is flying. I don't know. I'm a bit more like, bleh, at the moment. Not bleh, like chill. Mm. I've chilled out a lot more and I'm just like less anxious, even though I'm really grinding my teeth at the moment so oh, bad. No. I keep catching myself. I'm like, I need a mouth guard. Do you do it at night as well? I don't know. But I definitely do it during the day. Oh, shit. But then I'm like, I don't know what to do during the day because you can't, I can't walk around with a mouth guard. Imagine that. Hi, my name's Maddie. I slap, slap, slap. I like I slap, slap, slap. Please get a mouth guard. I'll, I'll grind that face. I don't. I don't hear you do it at night. Like, if I were to walk... Because my sister does it so loud. Oh, you really? Can, yeah, so you'll, like, come up the stairs. Oh, the sound is so loud. You come up the stairs. Oh, that makes me feel sick. hear her doing it. Oh, it's vile. So, okay, so you don't hear her. So I don't hear it. So it's not... You're not doing it so aggressively that it's like... Oh, the noise. Actually, I can, like... Envisioning the noise is setting oh. my teeth on edge. Um, but we do have quite thick walls. Like, I never really hear you... I can hear you if you like get up, but yeah. not enough to wake me up. It's more just like the click of the door. Maybe you are doing it in your sleep. Maybe just pop your head in next time. <laughs> I did have a dream the other day that Sam was in my bed. I can't remember why. Oh. In the middle of the night. I mean, you do. She possibly was. She possibly was, to be honest. And also, you do like get up in the middle of the night and you know just start hang out, pre- preparing for various events. Oh yeah. Occurring in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, party in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but you're feeling a bit more chilled. Yeah, that's good. Last night was funny. Oh God. A bachelorette pad. Oh. Just all of us lying there on Instagram reels because we're all Cause we're... older than our, we yeah. should be. Um, also, because we can't trust ourselves. With, it's come to the point now where we can't trust ourselves yeah. with TikTok. We spend way too much time as it is aimlessly scrolling Instagram reels. You add TikTok into the mix, we're not going to do we're fuck screwed. We're, we're so screwed. We're screwed. Um, so we all just lay there and sending awesome. Instagram reels to our group chat on Instagram. 
in our separate bedrooms. In our bedrooms, and all you could hear was Sam pissing herself laughing <laughs> all night. <laughs> and then she'd send it through, and we'd both be like, that's not even that funny. It's not that funny. And she's like, no, watch it, watch it. It's like, <laughs> I did. We did. It was, yes, it was, huh? it was not like cackle fall off the bed funny. <laughs> but what was funny was her finding them so funny and just her like absolutely dying with laughter i was dying over the um karen dog ones the real estate agent i've never seen that page in my life and then like five of them came up <laughs> yeah sir uh so just uh you know your dog's really dangerous sir dog it's gonna kill me oh Fuck. The little haircut, the little wig. <laughs> the poor dog's just like, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, sir, so. Come this way. <laughs> I'm going to show you around his house. It's a really nice pile of sticks. Uh, asking over 800,000. For this. Yeah, it's a uh, really high demand these days in this market, you know. Everyone wants one. <laughs> Is this it? Is this the house? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you uh, go. <laughs> great. Another new thing for us to quote oh, for like the next like it. three weeks. How's your week? Yeah, it's been fine, thank you. Did um, you have fun week? Which one is which? Guess who likes wine? <laughs> um, yeah, my week was fine, thank you. Uh, what's happened? Not a lot. Just I work. love how we're saying our weeks. We haven't recorded oh, no. for weeks. I haven't recorded for weeks. So we how are was your November? Working really hard to get back into a regular routine with doing this. Like, we love it. We're just a bit crap between the two of us. And, like... It's just been a time. All right. It's been a time. We're getting There's more. been a lot going on. If yeah. one of us isn't having a mental emotional breakdown, the other is. So <laughs> we're going in cycles at the moment and this is just all about life. And that's girlhood. Um, yeah. Yeah. My November. What's happened? Not a great deal. Uh, no. It just, it's like, gone really fast. Yeah. It's gone really, like, really fast, actually. Scarily fast. Um, a lot of work, which has been good. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Like, work. Working and running is basically, and working out is all I flipping do. Yeah. Um, like, people are like, are you having a, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I work, and then I, I go to the gym, and then... I come home and I, hang out with us. And I come home and watch TV, and then I, and the whole day starts again, and I, I just have a very scary moment, yes, before oh. yesterday. In which, traumatizing. Honestly, fucking traumatizing. So I went for a run around Wellington Waterfront. Traumatising. Like, no, actually traumatising. You don't understand. <laughs> Running around Wellington. Running around, it was really, really windy. And I was like, okay, I'm either going to be blown off into the water. Oh, yes. Like, Absolutely. Excuse me, the wind did carry me forward slightly <laughs> the other day when I was walking to work. Um, and I was then running along happily, yada, 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 obviously listening to Taylor Swift. And my AirPod got blown out of my ear. And it came so close to falling in a drain and I screamed and people were like what the actual fuck like this nice group this group of tourists that were taking photos by the Wellington sign were like 
Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> um, and but I caught it, thankfully. Thank God. Thank Maddie, I don't think you understand how upset I would have been because I'd only just got them to start working again properly that afternoon. And so if I'd have lost one in the bloody drain... I would have been sad for you as well. Yeah, I would have blamed you, especially, Nigel. Especially after they, well, the original AirPods got stolen this year. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. RIP wherever they are. I have like the OG ones. I've got two pairs and they're both the OGs and they last. Remember when we were doing the half marathon and I was like, just got to swap my headphones out. <laughs> they bring both pairs of your headphones with I you. I did because they die after half an hour. Oh, shit. That's and then I was like swapping out as I was running and then I swapped out again as I was running and then I swapped one more time. Amazing. I didn't realize you did that many swaps. I did three. Oh, shit. Is that how many I just said? I don't know. Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. Three. Three wow, swaps. shit. I went from Nigel and Brenda to the normal ones to Nigel and Brenda. I only thought you did one swap. Normal ones. Oh. Cool. Is that three? Uh, yeah, Nigel and Brenda, normal ones, Nigel and Brenda. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's Nigel and which one's Brenda? Uh, you'll have to ask Richard that. Okay. He named them. But now he's got Lindy and Ronnie because it's easier to remember which one's which. Ah, uh, yeah. Right fair. and left. Yeah, no. Lin- Linda and Ronnie? Ronnie and Linda? I think it's Ronnie and Linda. He names all his um devices. So his iPad's called LC. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, Rosie. <laughs> Richard? Richard, this is one for you. We should get Richard on the podcast. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's do it. Before the end of the year. Before the end of the year, we'll get Richard on the podcast. He'd have some great input. He actually would. He'd also have some chaotic, hilarious input. Yes. And it would be a very stressful episode for you to edit. But but it would be fun. A lot of boop. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. You might get two words in. (laughs) Just a harmony, a symphony of beeps. Of beeps. And bleeps. And your mum in the background. Richard! (laughs) Oh, Richard. (laughs) Um, But how was your November? Fast. Yeah. Really fast. It's nearly time for our... It won't be long before it's our recap episode of the whole year. Do you remember when we got super drunk last year and did our recap of the year? Oh, yeah, true. We'll do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. When are you drinking again? I said until Christmas, and then I won't drink very much after Christmas. But maybe what I'll do is I'll do the drunken recap episode, and then stop drinking. I, I'm like saying this as though I'm like some sort of raging alcoholic, aren't I Stop drinking, drink on Christmas Day, and then I'm not going to drink, I think, until your wedding. Is that a wise idea? Yeah, I'm not going to drink very much at your wedding also, because I like no, like, yeah, drunken, fair, fair. drunken bridesmaids... Are the best. No. Ayla? I have high expectations. Ayla's, Ayla's also, she's like, I'm not drinking at this, I'm not drinking very much at this wedding. I'm not, I'm not doing, like, after the hens, I'm not drinking very much at this wedding. I'm like... That girl's going to be in the middle of the dance floor doing shots off someone's... And she won't even have to be that drunk to, even, to do that. Yes. I'm here for it. Um, I'm yeah, just here for the big party. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's so soon. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Exciting. Should we get into Shall we? Wee wee. Wee wee. This week's episode mm. is about something that you and I have both done quite a lot of mm. in our lives. And actually kind of what like lots of people do all the time. Yes. Is change our minds. 
Always. Every day. Always. Unless you're changing your minds constantly. How often do you, how often, uh, how many times a day do you think you change your mind about something? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I've really thought about it. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what am I changing my mind about? I don't know. Things I do? I yes. guess a few. I change my mind about what I do. Yeah. Like I, what I prioritize. But that's more because I get distracted because I'm so ADHD. And I'm like, <laughs> this. And then I'm like, whoa, this. And then I'm like, whoa, back to this. And then I'm, I'm like, wow, yeah. unicorns. And then yeah, coffee. And then it's lunchtime. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think about what I changed my mind about today. Well, I think what you've changed your mind about today is the different nail colours that you've had done. I guess that's a small change. What? As in, like, you picked out some, you picked out one and you were like, nope. And you picked out another one. I feel like okay. this is turning into a therapy session. <laughs> yes, it is. What have you changed your mind I'm, about today? I'm definitely really qualified. think about I'm it. I'm real qualified to give okay. therapy. <laughs> what did you change your mind about today, Rosie, that um, can't take nails? Uh... Oh, I changed my mind about what I was wearing. I originally had on a different outfit and then I changed and then I changed again. I'm trying to remember what you were wearing. Oh, your pants, your leopard pants? Yeah. Oh. I, with my black top and then that was originally, that started off as my leggings and my white shirt and then I yeah. changed into my leopard pants and my white shirt and I was like, mm, don't want to wear this, so I changed the black top. Yeah, I did like that outfit that you had on when you were walking this morning. I was like, oh, she looks good. Thank you. I like those little leggings, they're a good time. Mm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, enter some more serious questions. Okay. Um, but actually, I'm going to be 100% honest and say that ChatGPT helped me write some of these. Because I had some original questions and I was like, mm, I just want to like see if I can jazz them up a little mm. bit. So I asked ChatGPT and she gave me some good ones. What's a sheen up? I don't oh know. yeah, I guess if it's that smart. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Obviously. Um, yeah, gave me some good ones. And, yeah. um, which I then changed up a little bit. But I was yeah. like, yeah, these are, I'm impressed ChatGPT. Thank Great you. Time. Every so often you do come through. Yeah. Okay. What are some of the misconceptions or pressures about changing your mind that our generation seems to face, especially like young women in the workplace? Like, do you think that they're... So you have like, I think, again, this is a little bit of a sweeping statement potentially, but you have kind of an older generation of Mm. people that are like, oh, you stick stick with one thing. You choose your career. You choose your career and you stick to it. Doesn't necessarily mean you stick with your, like, one specific job, but you kind of you stick to things and you stick to your life plan and you, yeah. you know, you, you buy your house in this location and you do this and you live here and, and, and there you go. Yeah. And, and you stick to it because stability is really important. Yeah. And stability is important, but also other, like, have, but you are allowed to change your mind. And I think, do you know what? I'm actually going to go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm just oh, okay. Um, I think you do face pressure. You yeah. can face pressures to not change your mind. And if mm. you do change your mind too often, or like you, if you are seen to flip from thing to thing, then you're seen as someone who is really like chaotic and unreliable. And and actually, that's not not necessarily the case. And you should, I think, you should be allowed the freedom to change your mind and to if something isn't working or you want to go and do something else you can go and do that like would I necessarily recommend changing jobs every two minutes like or like you know sticking in something for a month and then being like bye yeah 
Probably not, just yeah. because of, like, you are going to get brought up on it. But, again, if you have the good rationale to, like, back it up, then that's fine. But, yeah, you can... I think there are there are definitely pressures that you should... Oh, you should stay in this one thing. Mm. And actually, no. Why should you, you stay? Why should you stay in this one thing? Yeah. I mean, as someone that's been called chaotic <laughs> and unreliable by my ex-boyfriend's <laughs> grandmother... Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. And he also had a lot of pressure on him. Like, I remember he did want, wanted to take a gap year and then his whole family were like, why are you doing this to us? Like, it was the biggest drama and deal. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he just wants to take a year out of uni. Anyway, not my business, but um, I do think, like, a lot of family pressure comes into it and, like, success and culture as well. Like, if you're part of that culture where your success is, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer and do something like that, then, of course, there's that pressure coming from families and you grow up thinking that you're going to choose a career and that's it. But if you think about it, like, we're always changing what we want to do. Like, when we were five, we were, like, probably a policeman or a vet or a fireman and then 10, you go into, like, something else and then by the time you're 15, you're thinking about something else. Like, I wanted to be a fashion designer when I was 16. Mm. I don't even, like, you should have seen the photo I took today when I had my multicolored running shoes on and my gray socks up to my ankles and then my black shorts and then a crossfit t-shirt on with a black bum bag and a pink hat do you know what that actually sounds fashionable and like tiktok girlies would wear it so i don't think anyone would wear it (laughs) (laughs) i looked at myself and i was like holy (sighs) hiccup well fresh let's let's hope i bump into everyone i know (laughs) yeah and then i was running along the road and i was like i never care about what people think of me when I run but I was literally running along the road recently running along the road and I was like people must think I'm an absolute nut job nah <laughs> it's fine nah you should you've seen some of the outfits that people walk around this town in oh yeah like you, you, pajamas and high heels pajamas and high heels and fishnets and fishnets oh god bless that woman yeah um and yeah and some horrendous leggings. I know like, I know you don't even need to worry about it feral but yeah what I'm saying is like I think yeah, the- Actually, we've been changing our minds since we were kids. And no, it's probably not ideal, as you've said, that if you were wanting to change your career every two minutes, you should probably sit back and reevaluate. But I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, as humans, we're all heading kind of in one direction. Like, you and I were heading more down the creative way of things and we're not going to turn around and all of a sudden be like oh I want to be the best scientist in the world (laughs) that's not going to happen but there are ways that we can step across (laughs) laterally like we could go into sales or we could go more into like the design side of things or like look at um business leadership so things like that but you're not necessarily going to do a 360 and say I want to be a web developer yeah or I guess that kind of goes into creative but you know what I mean like it's yeah or I want to be a doctor yeah. Very big life change if that is something that you do, but very unusual as well. Like typically there will be some sort of link through the jobs and things that you do. Yeah. Or 100%. the careers that you t- the choices you make. Do you think that maybe you actually have being in a creative industry, mm. it's a little bit more accepted to kind of change your mind because they are can be so like have become so into mm woven like if you think yeah. about like a marketing role 
Awesome. Social media awesome. managers and marketers it's and digital marketing yeah, and that. SEO and also website design and you must be able to work with the customer CRM. Oh god, honestly, like oh, CRM. This, this is a massive beef. I beat. love Karen voice. This is a massive beef. This is your new thing, isn't it? This Karen dog voice. And actually I really want you to be uh, knowledgeable in this industry oh, God. to be able to be good at this marketing. This is a massive beef we have with marketing oh. roles, is that you are expected to, like, quite genuinely do the job of six different people. And that's yeah. not just being like, we're so busy, we have... It. No, it's when those jobs are advertised, it's like, I, that is six separate roles. Yeah. One person cannot do... And they can't be necessarily be unless they're like a fucking unicorn. Like, yes, you can be, you, you can, can do it all and you can be have, good at it all, but you can't be the best. No, and you can't at fully, everything within that. You can't fully dedicate your time to all of it. Yeah. Like, and you can't, de- and when, if you can't fully dedicate your time to all of it, you're not developing or growing in any of those areas no. because you're just basically constantly putting out fires because yeah. you're trying to cover every single area. Yeah. But I And then it's I get it when it's like a budget or yeah. marketing is the worst. Marketing is the worst. I don't know so why any blurred lines. Don't know why anyone does it. <laughs> it is but those blurred lines, do you think that allows for people to kind of chop and change their main interests a lot more? Do you think it gives a lot more freedom to that? I mean it definitely opens up doors and flexibility. Like you look at Jeremy, Auntie Jeremy, and mm. he's gone from being more front, heavy on the illustrator illustration side to then going into more of an advertising creative role and now he's a cinematic or creative director I think he's a creative director but he could quite easily go down a path of being like a copywriter or mm. you know something like that so it's kind of like he's staying within one but, Not one industry, but like one profession, but he's moving and stepping around different opportunities within that profession. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, which I don't know, like, it'd be so interesting to hear if that exists in other, mm. like, how, how that exists in yeah. other places. Yeah. Um, do you think it's becoming more acceptable to change your mind about your career? Yeah, I think so. I think it's changed, um more so with the rise of like social media and everyone putting their foot down and being like yeah um but also just as there's more opportunities I think like the number or the types of jobs that we have now are so different to the jobs available 10 years ago and I think that's also made a difference there's like there are constantly other roles opening up. So is it that you're stepping away from what you're doing now? Like for us, is it that we're stepping away from marketing in more of a traditional sense and heading down the path of being able to like focus, be a specialist in AI, like that's starting to already happen. Um, So is that a mind change? I'm not sure. But like, is it something that another opportunity could come up or you discover something about yourself? Like, I discovered that I didn't want to read Vogue every day. Yeah. So here I am. So here I am in my very fashionable outfit. Yeah. Oh my green. This army. green jumper this green jumper is a look. And yeah. it's the kind of thing that kids would pull out of vintage shops. Yeah. And I love walking around on it because I everyone thinks I was on the British and you should tell um, everyone shooting that you team. Were. And then I'm like, I'm a boss ass bitch. And you're like, yes. Don't fuck with me. Yes. I was on the British <laughs> Army shooting team in Australia. Thank you for asking. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, I was. No more questions at this time. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when in, the truth is, I just pulled it out of the op shop. Um, yeah. Wait, did you get that from an op shop? Yeah, I got it from an op shop. How yeah, cool. How cool. Amazing. No, I love it. And the green really suits you. Best op shop. <laughs> the best op shop. But like, kids love shit like that. Mm. So it's very fashionable. Um, I think it is becoming more of an acceptable. People are getting the idea that people are, are going to start changing their minds and that you can do, you can sometimes do a career mm. 180 when you, like you say, you discover something about yourself, you realise yeah. something in yourself and you're like, wait, I can make this a career, I can do this, I this job isn't fulfilling all of my needs, I don't have to stay in this lane forever. Yeah. Like, you know, if you do want to turn around and become a doctor, like, you can and... Personally, but... I mean, <laughs> my dream is to play a doctor on a TV show. I thought you were going to say on a porno. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine yes. that. That's exactly... a doctor on a porno. Yes, that's exactly... Uh, actually, my dear, uh, this is my way of announcing that um, I'm going into the adult film industry. What? Yeah, I know. Are I know. you changing minds for a reason? Yep. This is my announcement, everybody. No. Yeah, look, I've just changed my mind because I was like, I'm just going to have one glass of wine. But well, actually, okay. it is too good and it's going to go off because it's, it's already the, starting to taste funny. It's almost the weekend. So, um... Yeah. I'm going to Mandy and Richard's, so I'll be drinking a shit ton more wine. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I'm not staying there, so maybe I won't be. No. Exactly. When in oh, Rome. When in Rome, whatever. Um, yes, I, I, people are, you are, it's becoming a lot more... Like, people are accepting of people wanting to change their mind and wanting to make big changes as yeah. well. Not just like, oh, I'm going to change my job but remain in the same sector. It's like, yeah. nah, I want to go and do this. And I want to go and be, like, a, a kayaking guide in, like, yeah. Mongolia. Like, and people are accepting of that. I think as well we've got, because the world has opened up through the lovely, lovely internet, mm. I think... Even if, because the whole human piece is that we all want to feel like we're part of a community or part of like a tribe, Mm. I guess that's the way to put it. So the biggest fear people had even 10 years, 15, 20, however many years ago, was that they were going to be kind of kicked out of their tribe for doing something against against what everyone else wanted. But Mm. I think now it's like even if you get even if you change your mind, you're still going to be able to find people that are supportive of what you're doing and you're still going to be able to find your tribe essentially. Yeah. Regardless of what you do. So we're less afraid of kind of making those big changes and less afraid. I'm definitely not a psychologist. I'm definitely like like, (laughs) probably spurting out shit. This is just my opinion. No, but that does make make total sense because the internet has opened, opened the world up entirely And you don't actually have to be physically connected to these group of people that you um, are, like, connected to. You can can meet them on the internet. You don't even have to meet them sometimes. Exactly. It's just someone else that is going through the same experience as you are. And And agrees and supports with what you're doing. It's like if I went on the internet and said black and white dogs are the best kind of dogs and the other dogs aren't dogs and they're all pieces of shit, someone will probably agree with me and I'll probably make a best friend. Exactly, 100%. there'd There'd be like a... Facebook group for it type thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um yeah, I think that's that is kind of the, the good and bad things because it breeds mm. it can breed, you know, like strange off branches of people. But it's, it's also, all right, just like all of us. But it's 
it's a good thing as well because it means that people it gives people that confidence to feel yeah. like they can step out and do something different and it's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends whose parents wanted them to be like doctors or things like that and it took them a lot to turn around and be like, I want to do marketing. Yeah. Or like another one that actually I don't think they went through with it but really wanted to study criminology Mm. but wasn't like their parents wouldn't let them so then they went down the path that they went down which was like the health or something anyway they're still in that career it's wild isn't it that like parents parents like 99 percent of the time want what is best for their children yeah but that to actually stop them from doing something yeah that even though you're an out like that person's an adult they're like oh yeah you still have to like yeah listen to them and like not not kind of dictate their life like not forge that path for yourself until you get to breaking out of that routine is really challenging yeah (laughs) like really challenging yeah being like I'm scared to do this because what will my parents say? And then you're like, wait, hold on a minute. I'm 27 years old. I am a full-grown adult. It doesn't matter. I can do what I want to do, and it's fine. Yeah. She says as she cries into the mirror. And also <laughs> realising that they don't always know best. No, that's that's a huge thing. They don't always know best. Just because the experience that they've lived has mm. worked for them yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it works for you. And, Yeah. Yeah. And parents just, like, not understanding jobs sometimes. <laughs> Friends not understanding jobs. Yeah. Was, I had to describe my job to someone the other day, and they were like, yeah. what? And I was like, mm-hmm. You've had yeah. to describe your job to a few people that you work with. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. um, how important is it that we empower those that are coming through the workforce to feel like they can change their mind if they want to? empower in the sense of like communication with the younger generation in the workforce i think yeah to be like you don't if you don't like if this doesn't vibe with you yeah not to you know like try and translate into gen z speak (laughs) because cool as (sighs) because i'm too old for that um (laughs) but yeah that we should be like yeah because it wasn't when i was even when i joined the workforce and that was only I'm going back nine years. Yeah. I think it's maybe less about, I mean, yes, we should empower it, but I think it's also more about encouraging the younger generations coming through to actually explore more than just one like path, like have a better understanding for what the opportunities are. And actually like, did you know in high school that there was such thing as PR? And did you know, like, what that involved or I didn't realize that like my role now was even a job I just thought marketing was marketing you know yeah. so is it that we need to be more supportive or like helping them understand where the opportunities are and actually like the different avenues and the different paths they could go down or like where th- what their skills and the things that they enjoy and blah blah blah, blah all that stupid shit, and how they can turn that into a job or, like, how they can make that their career. I think that's a big tie-in as well with that classic school-to-uni route. 
yeah. that everyone gets pushed into. And it's yeah. like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, you, you really don't have to do that. Like you yeah. said, you can take you can take all of these things. University might form into it. That's fantastic. But also, if you get there and you decide it's not for you, you can... That's fine, too. You can, you can take other paths. You can do more yeah. exploration. Like, it doesn't have to be... Do you know what would almost be, like, amazing is if you were made to take, if you had to take a year between I was just thinking this. and university. Yeah. Because unless you are one of those people that's like, I know that I want to be a paediatrician mm. and I don't want to do anything else because I want to yeah. improve the lives of children. And you, that, okay, fantastic. You have your clear career course set out for you. That's amazing. Mm. But for a lot of people, it's like, I'm just going to go to uni because, uh... I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. I don't, I like, like, I like English literature, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah. And you like it in school. It doesn't mean that you want to be an author. And the likelihood is, is that, I mean, yes, like, you know, we had that conversation with Clara. There's things that she's taken out of Mm. what, like, her degree and how she studied and other skills she's picked up and not that she necessarily uses the subject matter but she's picked up other things but you kind of you just you pick the subject at like 17 Mm. and then you're suddenly like ah I have this degree and yeah you you learn some interesting things and you gain some connections but it's it's such a massive thing to go straight into and committing and it can feel so permanent as well because of pressure from things like family like you, you know families can sacrifice a lot to send their kids yeah. to university so you don't want to be like yeah don't love this anymore i don't love this anymore i decided i'm gonna drop out it's like cool yeah drop out twice we've, we've only done loads of work to get you for here yeah and it's like if you had that year yeah to earn a bit of money to discover some new things mm, like get some experience you probably actually have people that would then be refreshed ready to go to university yeah. and would probably actually drop out less yeah because they'd have had more time to consider their options and consider what they love and what they don't love and mm. i definitely think it should be more encouraged i think as well i don't like there was a career guidance counselor at our school but i don't remember them being like super heavenly like their job was almost to get us into the right course at uni. It wasn't actually their job to be like, here's a whole lot of cool shit that you can do. Here's a whole lot of skills that you need to like attain to be able to do this cool shit. Mm. Here's a whole lot of ways that you can do it. And then actually sitting down, like I really think that last year of high school, every, most kids or if not all, it should be compulsory to sit down once a term with that guidance counselor starting at that first term and being like, this is it and start mapping out a f- more of a future instead of sitting down with them and being like, I like fashion. Oh, you know what? You should go and do this fashion degree. It's really great. Like, yeah. no, that's not what a career guidance counselor should be doing. The career yeah. guidance counselor should be like, okay, you like fashion. What do you like about fashion? Ah, oh, I love. Yeah drawing it or I love I don't know I just love it I don't do you like making it no okay what about like fashion merchandising what about going into marketing in the fashion world do you like talking to people like yeah someone needs to sit down with 
I'm so demanding right now. Like, don't change the whole world because me. I just think it would be so beneficial if there was someone to sit down with kids. Maybe I've just made a new job for myself in their last year of high school and actually go through options and go through valuable skills and go, okay, well, if by term three or four, you're still not sure, let's help you plan out a gap year. Let's help you plan out the next six months of working in a hospitality role where you can still be friend, like still hang out with your friends, still have your life. But also the next six months you're going to go traveling or you're going to do a Kentucky. Yeah. And it just like, it just not be like, yes, you're going to go to university and do this. It's like, no, because actually as well, that can feel really like demoralizing for the people that know they're not ready for university. Yeah. And it's like, oh, university is like, is, is there, is there another door? Hello, knock, knock. No, no, there's not another door. Like, yeah. oh, okay. But it would be so valuable. Could you imagine how amazing yeah. it would have been to have Maybe had... Maybe I'm just going to pitch myself to a school. Maybe you should. I actually think I might. I might just go and be like, look. What are you going to do? I'm not a teacher and I don't have a degree, <laughs> but... What are you going to do if a child comes up to you and is like, I'm super interested in engineering. And you're like... <laughs> well, then I'd be like, here's some really cool engineering courses and degrees that you can go and do. Like, what do you want to do? What do you mean you're super interested in engineering? Are you super interested in, like, building fucking cool buildings? Or are you super interested in building fucking cool playgrounds? We had this talk at Semi-Permanent from this guy that built the most amazing playgrounds. Okay. And he's an engineer. Okay. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, well, what are you actually interested in? And what do you see as a career in engineering? And then how can we find you the best option and way to attain that degree because you will need a degree for that so how can we and how can we make sure that that's kind of what you want to do and even if that's like 75 percent versus 100 mm. percent that's still better that we're, you're pointing the kid in the right direction and giving them a good understanding of actually there's a whole like what the opportunities are yeah as opposed to if the kid comes up to you and they're like i'm really interested in engineering okay go get an engineering degree yeah like get them excited and it's conversations like that that get you excited about roles and you're suddenly like, wait, this job exists and mm. I, I can do all these things that I'm super interested in and I love as yeah. a job. And I feel like I'm good at it. And yeah, if I do good at this job, then I could go into something like I could this, you know, yeah. like, uh, someone needs to do that. Well, that someone is you. I'm going to patent that idea. Um, is that possible? I don't know. Uh, I mean, so I don't think you can patent career guidance because this is very much already okay, a thing. Better career guidance. <laughs> better career guidance. Better career guidance. Actual career guidance. Um, but that that is it. Like, if you could have someone go in and speak to kids like that, it would make the world a difference. Yeah. And actually spend time with them and make them feel, like, valued and kind Hirsch. of... Bit, and heard. Because it's it's hard when you're fighting through the sea of, which uni are you applying for? Which uni are you applying for? It's like, I'm not applying for university. Yeah. Because it's... Oh. Well... All of, all, of, all of our guidance and advice is geared towards these people that are applying for university. So you can just yeah. shivy away. And I think there should be opportunities for those, like especially with money, to, if it's something that's such a big, ter- like, you know, if there is someone that's like, I genuinely can't afford to go to college. Mm. I know there's community colleges and funding and all this other stuff. Mm. But if it was like that... 
then isn't it better to be like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Because you, there's still probably going to be, unless again, you want to be a doctor, you kind of need a degree and you kind of need the certifications. Yes. But like, what do you want to do? Let's help you get into the workforce. And is it, do you want to be an engineer? Okay. Like let's have you working as a receptionist at an engineering firm and then do this. Being a doctor, there are other healthcare options that you don't need a degree for. Yeah. You can become a healthcare assistant. Yeah. And you can take people's blood and you can learn and you can do and lots of great it. things and you can earn. And then when you can earn a bit of money and then you go and get your degree. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. is like point them in the right direction to get the experience in the industry and get experience with like in situation and allow them to earn that money so that then they can go to the college and can get the degree yeah. that they want exactly. or turn around and be like, fuck this. I want to go and be a ballet dancer. Exactly. And there's this huge, there's this huge race to just get everything done. Mm. And that there's this huge pressure that we have to have shit figured out by the time we're like 30. Yeah. Have you heard that Instagram audio? And it's like about being in your 20s. Maybe. It's very similar to like the speech that the um, mum gives on the Barbie movie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how like, you're supposed to have everything. Yes, I think yeah, you have. But at the same time, you're just drained. And then you want to be with your friends and you want to live in the moment. But Yeah, you can't live in the moment because you're... Yeah. Yeah. And this, there is this... It's been... I don't know. I think it starts maybe when we're sort of like... I think I first noticed it when I was like maybe like 15, 16. It's like mm. someone fires the starting gun. Mm. And it's like, okay, three, two, one, go. And yeah. you have to... You have to get everything figured out. You have to get everything sorted. And you just end up with this, like, existential dread if you don't... If you feel like you're not far enough ahead. And it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's terrifying. And that also adds into that you can't change your mind because then you deviate from the path and you have to start all over again. Yeah. And it's like, actually, no. (laughs) And do you know what's actually funny is not really practicing what I preach, but I find it really weird because actually at the end of the day, like as long as you're happy as a person and as long as you're enjoying what time you have, it actually doesn't matter. No, it really do- like it really doesn't matter. Like, yes, I know we talk about money and we talk about having a high flying career, but we can still earn enough to live comfortably. Like we're sitting here with a glass, well, I've got a glass of wine. You know, we're in yeah. a warm house. We've got, we had nice food. And I know I'm being all like, yeah, we should be grateful. But it's not even that. It's just like we've got things that make us happy and yeah. we're focusing on that. Instead of just constantly spending your life focusing on... Chasing the next thing and feeling like yeah. you have you have to always have Being more. someone you're not, yeah. yeah. I think that's really funny because it's just like... Yeah, and it that is that. Who cares? There's that thing, that quote that always resonates with me whenever I see it, and it's like, like there was a time when everything you have now was like, when you wanted what you have now, or like yeah. you're not you're not sitting back and appreciating yeah. that once upon a time that this this was what you wanted and like this was everything you dreamed of. Yeah. And now you have it, and you're like, so what's next? I don't love it. I don't. I don't. Love <laughs> I don't want it. it. I don't want it. Well, what's next? That's like us with. The wedding and the house and the dogs and it's like this is all I wanted when I was a kid was two dogs, two and dogs to get married. And to get married. By the time I was twenty five, it's working out well. Yeah, yeah. 
It'll just be in my last month of 25. You're making the dream happen. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're literally, exactly. You're literally making... Manifested the... since I was five. Exactly. You're making the freaking dream happen. Yeah. Like, and you think about all the life you've experienced exactly. as well. It's incredible. And just because I don't have a successful career, that can but come next. Actually, you do have a successful career. Depends you, who you ask. You have a good job. In which yeah. you are learning and growing, like it doesn't necessarily feel like it all the time, but it will be when you come out of it that you're like, oh, and it's not even necessarily maybe technical skills that you're learning. Yeah, but it's learning how to conflict management. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but you know, it's 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 how yeah. to deal with people. It's how to yeah how to experience the space. How to experience this role, like yeah. and it's constantly all, how to be better. Uh, yeah, constantly how to better, and it's. It's incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we should all just be thankful. <laughs> we should all just be happy we're alive. Yeah, we should. And and that we live, have our, love, love. And that we have our health. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> okay, final question. I'm gonna share that Instagram. Yeah, we need to share it because otherwise it make no sense. No one's gonna understand. Okay. What has been? This is a bit of like a random question to end things on. What has been your biggest change of mind? Do you think? What's been the decision? like the change that you made that has been like probably the most significant in your life there's two okay first one was dropping out of uni yeah thank you mum and dad for not freaking out about how much money they invested <laughs> well, i was thinking that when we were talking about it yeah and then number two was when covid happened i was supposed to be moving to canada with ayla and making the decision to stay in New Zealand when I was still like, where else can I go? <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, was probably a big one. Yeah. Because now I'm with Joe. Yeah. And that's uh, like totally changed your life. Yeah. yeah. Like if I, because of the timing and stuff when we'd met, like I... I knew him and I probably, if I'd left the country, I don't know, like I couldn't tell you how we would be right now, like if we'd still be talking or if we would still be getting married in two months' time. I think with you and Joe, there's like, it is the invisible string thing. Oh, thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you for writing us a song. Like legit the invisible yeah. string thing. There's been a lot of There's like, been a lot of close things and yeah. when I asked him those questions for your hens do I think one of them was like where you first met or something and he said to me I think I walked past her in the street in Singapore and I was like oh that invisible string really do be invisible stringing how does he think that he I don't know. know I don't you don't know you don't know um, oh and then five questions later the fat lady <laughs> bitch will <laughs> even get no, out of bed no, before no, Patch no, becomes no. president <laughs> no 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 that's we're not that we're not bringing that up. You don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a big decision. What about you? Uh, I think, again, two. Mm, probably coming up to three, actually. Mm. So my first big decision was to take three and a half months out of my job, mm. my very steady, boring adult job, and go to America. 
I forgot about that. I make that decision every year. You make that decision Terrible every year. decision. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible decision. Don't recommend. But that was a big decision for you as well. At, like, it is every at, year. At 18. Like, to take, you know, you'd only just gone over to Singapore mm. to make that big decision. Like, actually, I'm going to go over to the US for a bit. Like, totally changes. I actually don't remember making the decision. I think mum was kind of like, go. Please leave. Leave. Um, that totally changed the entire trajectory of your life. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Could have been a rich, uh, not a rich, because that wouldn't have changed, but I could have been a spoiled brat. Oh, maybe actually. I probably could have, like, been more of a rich, spready, ex- you not rich, again, bratty expat that married or found someone that was, like, rich. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's probably the life you'd have lived mm. if you'd have continued to be in Singapore. And you'd probably still be in Singapore now, or somewhere mm. like, I could see you, like, in, like, Dubai or something, like... Anyway, I'm just not going to upset her by carrying on with this. <laughs> She's really sad. She's real sad. We've had to stop the episode. Okay, she number is two. Um, number two was coming here. Yeah, that, that was, was a big That decision. was a huge decision. Um, you know, I lived in a nice little flat. Like, I could have... There's... I could have made an, another decision. You know, I could have gone and, like, lived in London. I could have done... Yeah. Could have done anything, like, something else. But, no, I was like, nope, New Zealand. Yeah. And then, yeah, my third big decision was to then be like, I love New Zealand, but I want to go somewhere else. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Where are you going? Um, (laughs) No, because Joe's actually going to think that I'm just following you around the world, right? I am not following Maddie and Joe around the world. No one knows that we're going yet. Oh, yeah. So, no. (laughs) I, I... Most people do. I am going to Vancouver in January of 2025, hopefully, um, which is exciting, but also scary. And like, I remember feeling, feeling the pressure I put on myself when I first got here, that mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I just have to stay here forever now, because yeah. I got really excited to come, and like... Yeah. And I, I remember you saying to me too, you're like, New Zealand's just where I want to be, like, that's my yeah. dream, that's my end goal. And I, I love it. Yeah. And I will always return here. It'll always be a very special part of my life. But yeah, I yeah, I have you I, thought about the fact that you can't move back? Yes, I have. Interesting. Yes, I have because I had this conversation with myself where I was like, "Do I wait and become a permanent resident in New yeah. Zealand and then move to Canada?" And I was like, "No." Because yeah. the reasons I am moving back into the Northern Hemisphere... Yeah, fair. I don't want to be in New Zealand. Yeah. I don't want to be in the Southern Hemisphere long term. Yeah. So there's no point in me ploughing thousands of dollars mm. and more time into New Zealand mm. when I know I'm only going to want to yeah, go fair. again anyway. Fair. And yeah, so I, ha- I had this big, long conversation with myself because I was yeah. like, once I leave... That is it. Like, yeah. I, I can't, unless I wish to marry a Kiwi or something, I, or... Not out of the realms of possibility. Not out of the realms of possibility, I guess, but, or, you know, get, be transferred for a, like a, yeah. a different job in New Zealand. I'm not going to be able to come back on a long-term basis. Yeah. And, yeah, there was a moment where I was like, that, that makes me incredibly sad. Because, yeah. like, it's, I love it. Here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the reasons I'm, I've made my mind or decided yeah. to make the move is yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna want to come back 
to New Zealand to live. Another winter. Oh, New Zealand winter, man. Worst thing ever. Worst thing ever. Yeah. It's Worst not even fun winter, it's, it's just... Not, it's not fun winter. Like, I'm sure down south it's probably nice fun winter. Yeah, maybe. But, and I will go and spend some time down south for winter this year. But, it's just not nice. It's not nice. It's, yeah. it's grey every yeah. single day. And it's just like... Miserable. Damp and miserable. And the, like, the water comes in through the walls. And being in that house in the hut, that was terrible. That was just like, there was a period where that was just like the most depressing three weeks of my whole life. Yeah. Everything happened all at once. The house was freezing. The dogs just kept like pissing on my clothes, Aww. on my bed. I was allergic to the cat. I was just like, <laughs> I came so close to just booking a flight back to the UK. Yeah. Yeah, because I spoke. Who I, I spoke to someone. They're like, "It's such nice weather here today," and I was like, <gasps> "Get fucked!" Like, ugh. Um, but it's fine. I came through the other side. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Made the decision to stay. <laughs> Made the decision to stay. Um, yeah, and that is the. That's it. That's it. That's it. Cue the music. <laughs> Okay, exciting news. Yes. The Taylor Swift movie is coming out oh. on her fucking birthday, 13th of December. Is it coming out in New Zealand? I think so, yes. Okay, cool. Because she's like, America, UK. And select other countries. And some other countries. Right, okay, I was like, bitch. It should just be across the Commonwealth. Yeah. Well, just just, just release, just release the it. fucking just release movie. The fucking Put movie. it on Netflix. Like, just release the fucking movie. I wonder who she's partnering with. I would imagine... Amazon Prime? Because she said, she said to rent. So. Oh, did she? Mm, it did oh. say to rent, it didn't say to stream. Maybe it might be on Neon. <sighs> or uh, it'll be on or Apple. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Taylor, why? We... I wonder if we can just buy it. I was going to say, we'll be just, able to buy just it. be buying it on Apple. Yeah. <laughs> we apologise now for the people that we will become when we can just watch that. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. just before Joe comes home, so it's perfect. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And it has The Archer, it has Long Live, it has Wildest Dreams. Yes! We're looking in a movie night. It's going to be even longer. Um, So excited. I made the comment the other day in a living room of men that they were like, oh, The Wolf of Wall Street is nearly like three hours long. And I was like, oh, it's almost as long as the Taylor Swift movie. And they were just like, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Wrong room. Um, read also, the card. <laughs> I'm just gonna read the room. Okay, not gonna suggest that we watch the Reputation tour then. <laughs> um, so the Wonka film with Timothy yeah. Chalamet, Kylie Jenner's boyfriend. Yes, still <laughs> um, together. Yeah, apparently I read a whole whole timeline of their relationship the other day. Oh, interesting. It was very interesting. Continue. Um, apparently the film's really good. Ah. The trailer, not really good. Oh, so no. I don't know why they made a decision. Like, and they're like, Timothy Chalamet's acting is amazing. And someone was like, wow, it's a really interesting choice to just leave all that out of the out of the trailer. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see that. 
Interesting. And I still really want to go and see Priscilla. Oh, is it out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, we should go. Yeah, we should. Why don't we go next week? Yeah, let's go next week. To movies? Yeah. Wee, 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 wee. And that would be a nice one to go and see in one of those little cinemas as well. Yeah, we'll just go to Wagner. I'm a fan of the little cinema culture that is here. Like, it's nice. It just makes life easier. <laughs> like, it's it's much nicer. And, like, for some films it's nice to see on, like, a big screen. Like, yeah. I am glad we went to Taylor yeah. Swift on the, on the big screen. Big, and with big those, screen. And with those reclining chairs. We had the best time. I would do that again. Yeah, same. Yeah. So good. I saw Barbie movie in one of those chairs as well. Oh, so good. So good. So good. I actually saw a Barbie movie in one of those chairs, but in Canada, because yeah. the whole cinema was those fucking chairs. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay. Um... And then I sat next to these really lovely old ladies, and they were like, <laughs> and everything. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's been a while since we watched the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> All these, like, stupid things that we've picked up. Like... That laugh, the Karen dog, that, is this where you get your hair cut? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, the things, um, like, the things from The Summer I Turned Pretty. <sighs> Just like... Oh. Everything. We must be so annoying. I thought you were going to say we must be due a rewatch. Oh, we are due a we rewatch. Are. I was thinking about this the other day, yeah. we are due a rewatch. Yeah. Just, actually, when is The Summer I Turned Pretty new season? When is the summer? Um, very exciting news as well. Um, we're getting a third season of Big Little Lies. I know, yes. And there was exciting. that amazing moment where they were photographed going for that lunch. Mm. And then the next day, Nicole Kidman was like, It's happening! It's happening! Oh, I love Nicole Kidman. Okay. Oh, God, same. She's so beautiful. Mm, very controversial, but a lot of people don't like her. I don't know oh. why. Uh, yeah, no, who was I saying? Who was I chatting to once? And oh, I hate Nicole Kidman. I was like, yeah. who hates Nicole Kidman? That's so weird. Yeah. Like, she's amazing. I think she's a really good actor mm. as well. I do too. Um, okay, the summer I turned pretty. Da, 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 da. Uh, uh. We had the strikes, both the actor and uh, writer, so that yeah. has put everything back a while. Why did they strike? Because uh, they weren't being paid very fairly, and, um, like, the studios were... Studios, like studio executives were making fuck tons of money mm. and the actors and writers were not like some writers who had won like Emmys mm. had to live in their cars like it yeah and it was I listened to a very interesting podcast about it as I do with fucking everything and they were talking about how once upon a time you could be an actor in like a small running show kind of like Shortland Street yeah and you made a perfectly acceptable, like, kind of career out of it. Like, it was not, it didn't pay yeah. in the mega bucks, but it was just kind of your, like, mid-level career. Yeah. And that was that was great. And you kind of had that contract and it lasted for years. And that's just not a thing anymore. Like, that's you right. either bait, either, like, feast or famine. You either make, you're a megastar and you make shitloads of money, or you... Are not you don't have that kind of middle of the road thing anymore, and also about like retention from streaming as well. So you get people that like like us that watch Gilmore mm. Girls on repeat every single year. Mm. The actors don't get like retention checks from that, yeah. so the streaming models totally check. Because when like if you know when repeats of films play on like TV, mm. the actors will get money yeah. for like like royalties from a song. 
but that doesn't happen in the same way for streaming. And so these Netflix bosses and stuff, and like, you know, studio bosses are making shed loads of money because people are paying to watch it, but because they're also not paying the actors. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's a very simplified version. I'm sure there's probably a lot more to it. That's but, where I'll take simplified. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be July 2024, hopefully. That's but apparently right. we're not getting the White Lotus until 2025. <gasps> I know. Although, no Jennifer Coolidge, so... Although, there are rumours that, like, someone Her will ghost go... ghost comes back. Jennifer, someone play Jennifer Coolidge's sister. Maybe Jennifer Aniston. Did is... I just say that, though, as a whack thing? No, I think I saw, like... Oh. I think I saw something about it. Imagine if Jennifer Coolidge played Jennifer Coolidge's twin sister. That would be... The best, but was like this really intelligent (laughs) woman that was like, I don't get why my sister didn't just go off the stairs. Oh my god, honestly, she was stressed. Okay, she was stressed, obviously, but she should have just climbed. Tanya just climbed down the stairs. They were right there. You didn't have to fall off the side of the boat, hit your head, and drown. It's a conversation for later. Anyway, fucking hell. Um, wedding update. Uh, Ah, so much is going on. I feel like, especially since we've spoken. Everything's happening. Everything. It's chaos. It's mad. It's... Do you feel like you're on the home straight? I'm just excited, and that's my problem. Is I'm like so excited, and then everyone's like, "You should probably be a bit more stressed." And I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "Because you haven't organized anything." And I'm like, "Oh, <gasps> but being, I'm excited." Being privy to conversations where Maddie's like, "Ha ha ha, la 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 la," and Mandy and Richard are like, "Maddie, <laughs> sort your shit up." <laughs> no, but like to the point, I'm really happy because I'm like excited to the point where like I can't even sleep some nights because I'm just like thinking oh, about it. I'm like, ah, oh, I love that. Lying there like, la, 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 la. <laughs> and then I put it on a meditation and then I'm like, ah, look. <laughs> oh, that's, that is amazing. Yeah. Like, that's so exciting. Yeah. Cool. So I'm not being kept up stressed. I'm just being kept up like excited, happy. Poor Joe, he's probably like, the fuck are we? He's probably up at night like, fuck have I done no he did is... say to me the other day he was like mm, I proposed and that was the hardest decision so I think it's fine that you're making all the decisions and I was like Joseph McGann did he have a say to you yeah obviously joking he n- probably not but he also it was funny as we were talking and you know how I've he's I don't even know what he's responsible for right now. It's just surviving and coming back home to actually come to this fucking wedding. Yeah. And he goes, can you not at least spare 30 minutes to help me find some shoes? And I was like... <laughs> Cap. Hmm. <gasps> okay. Hmm. We want to jump on that train, do we? Hmm. So, yeah, I called him while I was, like, doing some more of my creative stuff. And I was just like... And he's like, I really like these ones. And I was like, well, that's nice. Just get them. And he's like, they're $600. And I was like, Joe... I spent 300 on my boots and like I've just spent an extra 100 on my other shoes. Probably shouldn't have, but I I love them. I was like it'll be fine. Don't worry. It'll be fine. You'll wear them again. It's you have to do everything on a cost per wear basis. I know. And the wedding actually counts as like quadruple. Exactly. And I said to him as well. I was like, "Do you love that like he's one of them for ages. I've known he's one of them for ages. He's told me about them ages and ages and ages ago." And I said, "Do you want like will you wear them again and he's like yeah and I said just get them so he's like okay and then he just gets like real sad and I was like what's wrong now I was like we've resolved your problem and he's like 
I don't know what size I am. <laughs> and I literally, I was like, tell me your other shoe sizes. You must have some other shoe sizes there. And he was like, yeah, this one. So I went on the website of RM Williams to find a shoe size to convert it. I was like, Joseph, seriously? I sometimes just like wonder. Question like I don't how think he's... the buttons are black. I think they're brown. How he's oh, cool. so capable of some things, and then I'll be like, I don't know what size shoe I. He's I... definitely gonna listen to this and be like, I do know. <laughs> I just was being stupid. You just didn't take the joke that well. <laughs> I'm sad because of this like silly reason. Okay, just don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. <sighs> anyway. So. It's so nice to hear, like, that it's so lovely that you're, like, excited and, yeah. like, can't sleep because you're so excited. As I said, he probably can't sleep because he's dreading it. <laughs> no, he's not dreading it. He's not. He's going to be the one that cries the most out of all of us. You've met me, right? I have. And I've also met Ayla. <laughs> it's just so nice it's I just... know <laughs> everyone's going to be sitting there crying I'm going to have to bring I'll just take a big jumbo box of tissues with me so you're there going it's just so nice Ayla's like Ayla's there like <laughs> it's going to be great I mean, it's a good thing you can't take me to the airport at Christmas actually yeah, true. Because I'll just cry at all the planes. It's just so nice. It's just so nice. That will forever just go down as one of the funniest moments of my whole life. Maddie, why are you crying? It's just so nice. And on that note, goodbye. goodbye.